So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 159 for August 5th, 2018. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. See, that's weird. I thought you were going to start with a Roa. You usually start with a Roa. What's I know. It's that? it's honestly, it's because he uh, his name comes first, but I figured I would talk to you today first. Andrew Roa McFain is never, here, too. Never guess I'm who I'm here, too. And uh, yeah, so this is this is our 159th episode. So we've been doing this for a long time. I have one thing I have to do, and just to get it out of the way, and that's God this. You made him do this, James. You realized that I did, right? and and he was very happy that I I texted him and told him that I got a bell. I actually went to the thrift shop and I bought like a a bell. That you would use for like an octagon match or for a wrestling match because it was only ten dollars. So I was like, okay, I gotta get that. And so I have the bell now. I'm not gonna use that every podcast. That was your one and only chance to to hear that bell, James. Anyway, moving on. Aroa, what games have you played this week? Aroa, what games have you played this week? Oh, did you say me? Aroa, what, what games have you played this what, week? Everything cut out. Uh, okay. That's a good sign. That is a good sign. No, it, was, it was because I started the game that I've been playing this week, uh, Shadow of War. How is um, that? I played it a little bit, and it's all right. Oh, God. It, it, once once you get past that opening, the whole opening section, uh, it it really, really expands out. And it feels like it feels like a, a true continuation of the first game. Good, like, good. The only thing I'm kind of disappointed with is that there's not much of a point in capturing every single uh, captain like I thought there would be. Oh. Like I was thinking I was thinking if I get all the captains, then basically the the final uh, fight against the big guy in that area will be a breeze because he won't have anybody helping him. But that's not that's not how it works. Uh, yeah, I I haven't played they as basically much as... don't matter unless they're on the wall. Right. Can I give you a little bit of advice? Um although I am usually the type of player who will go out of my way to make sure I have every captain, you know, basically whenever I can. This game will reset that constantly on you. And yeah. The first time that happened, it was really like it, it made me almost not want to play anymore for a while. Uh, so, I mean, if you're already annoyed by it, just get yourself a couple of guys, you know, a handful, five or six or so that are pretty badass that can kick ass. Keep those guys close to you and the rest are, you know, they're just kind of fodder. Use them to, to farm drops. Yeah, that's, that's what I've kind of figured out is that the game isn't designed for you to have a big army contrary to what the marketing would make you think. Yeah, it's nope. Really, Hope it's you more like more about <laughs> random drops. Hope you like them. Yeah. Although apparently they fixed that. Anyway. I haven't played it again since, but I don't trust it. So uh, I actually haven't gotten any random drops yet. 
uh, every every captain that I have, I've gotten through gameplay. Oh, okay. So I uh, I played that game, and I haven't got as far as you have, but I did fight one of the war chiefs. I think they're called, and mm-hmm. he had a bunch of people with him. He had like three people with them, but yeah. it it was really easy because two of them were weak to headshots. Mm-hmm. So I just one shotted two of the captains and was like, "Well, that made this this fight a lot easier." Yeah, and- it's it's more about um, trying to get guys who will cover the the right bases, uh, like so that are strong versus the guys who are defending. Basically, like if if you find right. out who it like if you find out what their weaknesses are and then you just specifically go for guys that will beat their weaknesses right well, rock paper them on, yeah, yeah it really is a it's a rock paper scissors game where there are 10 different options right and so like somebody who's weak to poison you're going to want to put somebody who poisons people to go against him yeah and and by the same token if they have a guy who is all about the poison, you probably don't want to put somebody in there who's lethally weak to poison. Yeah. Yeah, that would probably go very, very well. But have you played if anything you like else? Army, oh, sorry. Have you played anything else? Um, Nothing of note. Uh, I, I've been playing uh, Hollow Knight on Switch every once in a while. But oh. It's just kind of... It's just kind of there. Um, I, ha- I I haven't seen anything all that remarkable in it yet. So I don't know I hear, why everyone... I hear it's really good, but... Yeah, can I ask how far you are? Uh, I just got the ability to dash. So you're probably not very far, I would imagine. No, you're, you're pretty early on. That's the yeah. spider silk cloak or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, um, whatever the hell. I, I'm also playing that game. It's so... Okay, I my problem is I never know what to do in it. Like at any given time, I'm just like, okay, what next? Where do I do? Yeah, the the only reason I had any guidance uh, up to this point was just that I knew that the character I was chasing around would give me the dash ability, and I knew that there were various areas that required the dash ability. Oh, and okay. That was that was it. That was all I had, and now I'm. I just have to find the places that require the dash ability. And it'd be great if I could just put, fucking put markers on my map or something. Yeah, that'd but... be nice. The, the map just needs to be better. It needs to be better. It's so inconvenient. I, I've never played the game. That, that badge that lets you track your place. Don't do it. It's, I mean, it's some awful. of the places you eventually do get, you know, just kind of memorized for how much you'll be backtracking through it. But it sucks. See, I, uh, I've I've never played the game, and from what you guys are telling me, I don't know if I want to play it. It's a good Metroidvania. I'm just a little frustrated with it. You know, it's like, and the first time I played Metroid, uh, Super Metroid, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was still having fun. Like now, I play that game, and I kind of can beat it in under an hour if you know if everything goes right for me. The first time I played it, it took me a couple of days of you know coming back to it and just experimenting, having fun with it. Hollow Knight, I don't feel like I'm being rewarded in the same way. I just kind of feel like I'm walled off until I find exactly what to do. Exactly where the game wants me to be, which is inconvenient because it doesn't tell you how to get there. I haven't looked at a guide yet, but I've been very tempted. Because unlike, unlike Super Metroid, 
Like, like in Super Metroid, if you go around and explore, you'll inevitably find like a health upgrade or a missile <laughs> upgrade or something. Right. It and... usually provides character growth. And there are some places like that, but it's usually just a badge you're getting. I haven't equipped any badges other than the default two and maybe the one that uh, makes spells cost less too. But it's, it doesn't, I don't feel like I'm growing. I just feel like I'm farming. It, it's like Dark Souls bad. You like, yeah. do you like farming? No. Oh, well, then you probably shouldn't play that game. That's my uh, suggestion. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, moving on, what games have you played, Connor, besides Hollow Knight? Anything? Payday? Uh, I know we played Killing Floor together. Sorry, I couldn't hear you over the sound of the game that I've been playing this week starting up. Uh, uh, I just recently bought XCOM 2. How is uh, that? On sale for the Steam sale, super cheap right now. Um, I got it in one of the DLCs for like, like 25 bucks after state tax was applied. It was great. Uh, it's great mm. if you like the XCOM-style games. I know a lot of people I know don't like it, but you know this stuff's my bread and butter, man. I've, I feel like I'm going to waste hours of my life into this very game, and I am so excited for it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's $20 right now, 67% off on Steam for the next 19 hours. So, uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, I think that you would be able to buy it. But if you're listening to it earlier, then um, buy it. If you're listening to it after Monday, wait until it goes on sale again. Because once a game goes on sale on Steam, I notice it goes on sale quite often. I I don't remember where I just read it, but I feel like they were just saying that they were going to make it a lot easier for sales to happen again. Oh, right. Um, there was a Reddit article about the the, the, the time sales that they have going on. Flash sales, yeah. Flash sales, that's what they call them. They were being, going to be able to choose whether they want it to be on for, you know, three-hour increments, sync-hour increments, 12-hour increments, day increments. I think that's a good idea. I think it's a great way to get more games. So, so here's the deal. I think it's a decent idea on paper but i don't like the idea in general the reason why is me and it's only me it's because i can't view steam at work (laughs) so if there's a sale that's only for three hours and i'm at work and then i'll probably miss the sale why don't you just use your phone Uh, i was gonna say yeah there's ways around that problem Right, that's theoretically they take my phone when i get to work no they don't no they don't (laughs) Uh, they, they take I would it. quit a place that did that. Yeah, that would. I could see somewhere doing that. Um, oh, I could yeah, like, too, and I could also see them never having me as an employee because I tell them to piss off. Yeah, that's, that's like a low wage labor problem. That's like you know, if you're a clerk, like you work in a floor. call center type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, although when I worked at a call center, it was required that we do not use our phone while we were on the on the clock. We couldn't have yeah. anything electronic. So no PSP, no Ken, like not even a basic Kindle where you could read books because they were okay with you bringing books. So I was like, how about I just get like one of the old Kindles that you can't, doesn't have a camera. You can't write anything. You just read books. And they said no, because they were afraid that you would steal data. So you would steal people's addresses and names and social security numbers. And my thought was, I'm allowed to have pens. And I'm allowed to have books. <laughs> so, and you guys never check what I'm writing down in my notebook. So, 
realistically, I could steal everyone's number and you guys wouldn't know anything. So, but whatever. I never did that, obviously. But yeah, I, I, there's a lot of places that do stuff like that and I, I don't like it. I understand, uh, cause where I work right now, if somebody's on their phone, you could literally chop your hand off. But we don't take the phones away. If somebody needs to step aside and make a phone call, they can do that. So it's just when you're out on the floor, you're not supposed to be on your phone, which makes sense. Have you played anything else, Connor? Uh, a little bit of Hollow Knight, a little bit of Isaac. A little kinda, bit of Killing Floor? A little bit of Killing... Oh, yeah, that's right. We played a little bit of Killing Floor. And and I do mean a little bit. We only played for like 30 minutes, it felt like. No, we played for like an hour or so, or more than an hour. Really? Yeah, we played hmm. two games, I think, didn't we? Two or three? No, oh, we played two games. I know why it felt forever, because you like playing with ten rounds on, you sadistic madman, you. I do, I do, because... I got, I, I got stuff to do, man. I don't have time for that. You do not have anything to do. You are not a busy man. That's... Uh, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, neither we played a little there. bit of... I'm sorry, what was that? That's, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, that's not here nor there. We'll we'll agree to disagree. How about that? Okay, we'll agree that I'm right. So (laughs) No. (laughs) Get on with it. So I played Killing Floor with Connor. That was pretty fun. I really I I actually love that game, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy that game. So it's a it's a basic wave shooter. You know, monsters come up and you shoot them in the face. Preferably you shoot them in the face. A lot of people don't do that, apparently. Um and then you try not to die, which uh, when we were playing, I got very, very close to dying. I got to six health at one point, which was... Uh, I remember that. It wasn't very good, but I did live, and I there were other people that did not live, so I'm very happy about that. I played Rocket League. I played Rocket League earlier, where uh, actually before this podcast, and somebody got really mad at me because I accidentally hit the ball the wrong way. And he he called me a quote, and pardon my language, he called me a fuckface. And then mm-hmm. when oh. I and then I result I, I resorted I, I I I commented in kind and said something about him being on his period or something like that. And he's oh. like, oh Taking oh now you. And then he was just like, now you're just resorting to insult, are are you? And I was like, but you you called me a fuckface. I, I will say he started it. I was like, yeah. He certainly didn't do anything to end it. I did not. I did not. Uh, my actually, my my initial reply was when he when he said that. I'm like, dude, it's just a game. Let's just have fun. I'm sorry, I hit the ball the wrong way, and he just kept going on. So that's why. That's when I resorted in kind. Um, what else? What other games have I played this week? I don't. I played a little bit of Dot Hack Gu Episode Two. And that was that's okay. Those games, they haven't aged as well as I would have hoped. The voice acting is awful, though you can switch it to the Japanese voice acting, which does help if you want to listen to the Japanese voice acting. Which you should. I never do. Uh, the reason I'm, why I'm playing Shadow of Mordor with Japanese voice acting. Well, the reason why I I don't do that, and that's an American game. Yes. Anyway, yeah, so the I reason I actually know I could change the language. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is cool. I think you can change uh, Japanese, French. There's a few German. different languages. Yeah, 
That game's probably amazing in German. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. I bet yeah. it's fucking great in German. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. is. I'll, I'll give I'll give some thought to that one. So the reason why it, when I would when I was younger and I played those games by myself, I had them on the Japanese voice acting with subtitles, and I can't do that when I'm streaming because I feel that it would alienate the people who are watching the stream. So I I try to. I do Fuck English voice act. I do English voice acting so that the stream doesn't have to sit there and like read. They can just listen to what's going on. And they makes- should read what's going on with the superior language. <laughs> you know what? I, I actually just like the idea of Reeton doing all of the narration for all of the games he streams. That's what I do. Sound just turn it all the way down. Yes, but you you're actually a good voice actor, Aroa. Oh, you, you flatter me. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, I hate to say, I hate to give my friends compliments. Um, right, it doesn't make you I hate to receive them. them. Yeah, because he, he already has a big head. I've, I've seen it. And mm-hmm. um, he already has a big head, and then he just gets, he'll just be like, oh, I, I'm the best voice actor ever. And it's like, oh. I mean, I'm not going to say, you know, but you know what? He's all right. He's all right. Right. no Norland North. No. But, no. You know. He's good I, at. I still, I still hold to it. You're going to be a Danny DeVito one day. That's that's what I see for you in the future. Speaking of specifically which, specifically Danny DeVito. Specifically Danny DeVito. Uh, I, I think I've been on the record about this before. Uh, speaking of which, uh, upload more Undertale. Yeah, do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have a video that's been sitting uh, in Premiere, half edited, uh, for a week now. You should get it fully edited. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't know. Oh, you're lazy. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to some stories. We have not very exciting stories this week. I apologize, but we do have some good ones. A little bit of an update. Actually, we'll go to this one first, and then we'll talk about the second story, which is the the other Steam games getting pulled. Hentai Battle Royale. Have Have either of you played that game? Well, I don't think I'm going to now. Well, you can't. Wasn't going to before that either. So I I went and was like, oh yeah, Hentai Battle Royale should have came out not too long ago. And so I went on Steam and they don't have a Steam page anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I, lo- I did a search for it and I found a Steam article. And it says, warning, game client contains a crypto miner to use your CPU, GPU, and electricity to make the developer money. <laughs> So, uh, if anybody doesn't know what crypto mining is, obviously you use CPU, GPU, and your system resources to mine things like Bitcoin or uh, what? Do- is there Dogecoin? Is that another no one? No one mines Dogecoin. No, no one does. One. No one. Uh, what, what Ethereum. Are, Ethereum and uh, Bitcoin. Ripple. Like Litecoin's still out there. Litecoin is still pretty big. Yeah. Is that the one founded by Google? There was one that was no. founded by Google, I thought. Um, but I'm yeah. aware of, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe it was the banks. I know banks have a, their own coin too. Uh, Ripple is supposed to work with banks. Oh, okay, maybe that's it. So they have a few. Most likely, they were mining Ethereum or Bitcoin. I would imagine. Uh, they were mining Monero coin. Monero probably. coin, possibly. What's Monero coin? It's just another one. Oh, okay. It wasn't. It's not like some special one, like or fake one, like Dogecoin. 
which no. apparently is a real one. I these, these I things know. are only like as real as we give value to them too. They That's aren't true. actually worth anything. We just choose to say that they are. Yeah, it's, it's like kind of amazing. Yeah, it's like American currency, really. So yeah, it's true. It's all what is it? Yeah. Faith based. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was that, Aro? Trust based. That's what it is. Oh, no, it's uh, I mean, it, you could say that regular currency has value because it's backed by a by an international power. Right. Uh, right. And it used to be in, backed in the case of Bit, if Bitcoin and Litecoin and all that. Uh, it's really only. It's only as valuable as the people that accept it. Right. It might, might be the right way to put it. And uh, that that is a whole whopping not a lot of people. Right. Uh, I think I, even Steam used to accept Bitcoin, but I think they stopped because the transaction fees were making it to where it really didn't make any sense anymore. Right. And I know uh, Domino's used to take Bitcoin. Yeah. 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 So somebody it has also a video of help that that a Bitcoin transaction takes so fucking long to process that by the time you actually get the coin in your wallet, Bitcoin's probably not worth the same amount that it was whenever you initially did the transaction. Oh, good. That's, that's great. I like it. That's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Bitcoin is, um, ironically, while it was one, well, it was the first big cryptocurrency. Uh, it's probably the worst one. Why? Why is that? Is just just because of the transaction rates? It, it because it is it is so slow and it's so volatile that you really can't reliably put a value on it. You could pay for something in Bitcoin and and like three hours later, Bitcoin's not worth even even ten percent of what it was whenever you made the transaction. Yeah, well, I've been watching the Bitcoin I, value actually over the last couple of weeks. I yeah, uh, yeah. You uh, sent that snap saying you were doing some micro trading. Yeah, and and like it's amazing that you can buy Bitcoin at like ten o'clock, and then at one o'clock, Bitcoin is either worth like three percent more or three percent less. And over the last few days, it just keeps going down. I see so, that. So I'm looking at know, the Robinhood app right now. And it appears that a week ago it was at over eighty two hundred dollars, and now it's mm-hmm. at barely above th- uh, seven thousand dollars. So it's still yeah. worth it's still worth a lot. So if you have like ten Bitcoin, you're pretty good. But it's still you like probably the, don't. <laughs> yeah how 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 it fluctuates so much and how it's so difficult to mine them because. I mean, I, well, I, point, I you get don't, it. You don't mind them. You don't. No one no one in their right mind does unless they're an international superpower. Right. Or or, or they're somebody like, like uh, you know, these guys that they include a, a cryptocurrency miner in an application and just have a botnet of miners for them. Yeah. Unless you can distribute that, it's completely cost ineffective. Right. Well, I you remember can buy all the ASICs you want, but you know, I remember years ago, there was a. Did you guys remember the chat client called Digsby? Anybody? No, kind of. I never used it. So Digsby was. Uh, it's like Trillion is what it was. So you could incorporate like Skype and MSN and Yahoo all into one right, thing right. and then I, talk people there. I remember a lot of the the Digit links. Yeah, that's different. 
that, oh, that was oh, they were they were yeah th- those were not connected at all digsby was just an, <laughs> uh, uh it was just a chat client that ran with like skype and yahoo and msn messenger and all those things and eventually digsby needed money and so they even they made it very transparent they said hey we're going to be using when your computer's idle and Digsby is running, we'll use 1% or 2% of your CPU usage to try to do something. And I didn't know what it was at the time, but it most likely was something like mining Bitcoin or something like that. And they uh, they ended up getting lots and lots of flack for it and had to shut down because people stopped installing Digsby and started uninstalling Digsby. And so it backfired very, very much in their face, which is pretty much what happened with Hentai Battle Royale, which I don't even think that game was on Steam for a week before it got removed. Yeah, having a crypto miner in your game will you know will probably do that to you. Well, having the crypto miner in your game is not the issue. People finding out about it is the issue. <laughs> and that is what killed it. So moving on to the second story is that we actually have more Steam games that are being pulled for cryptocurrency. We, uh, I think there's, it says in the article that 200 games have been removed uh, from Silicon, it says Valve removed almost 200 fake games from Silicon Echo Studios, cheaply made games that developers made to quit it, cut a quick profit by taking advantage of the Steam Direct program and trading, trading card system. So you have those people that are getting removed, you have other people that are getting removed for having cryptocurrency. Uh, crypto miners on there and here's my thing why is steam allowing these games are steam allowing these games to put these games on the store they don't they don't check anything before it goes on the store i know we mentioned this they that's one thing i like that's yeah that's they should that's one thing i like about and hate actually about the like playstation marketplace is that they won't allow a game to go on there unless it's been checked out first. Yeah, they have to at least make sure that it it, it runs. It runs. Uh, that's, that's about all they check, but at least no, that, it runs. It runs, yes. Um, I would imagine if they were getting games that were were actual viruses, they would also check that. Or they were doing crypt, trying to do cryptocurrency, which I don't know if you can do that as oh, much with... Could. Yeah, I'm sure you could, but I would I imagine they look for the that P- stuff. If, if Bitcoin had existed at the time that the PS3 was really big, and somebody could have gotten a game published on PS3 that was like some shitty little platformer, but it mined Bitcoin in the background, that would have worked fantastically. That would have been awesome, actually, yeah. Because the, the cell processor is great for parallel processing. Is it? Yeah, that was, that was why they did folding at home. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. That was the one where uh, they folded proteins, was it? Yeah. Okay. And tried to, like, cure cancer and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. anyway. um, That's one thing I wanted to talk about was with Valve. that We actually reported on this a couple months ago, is that Steam is no longer... As long as the game has nothing illegal in it, like, you you can't have games where you can buy drugs online, uh then you're able to post the game on Steam and they won't look at it. I really don't like that. And I could see that as a downfall for Steam with having so much trash that 
it would kill the platform. What What are your guys' oh, yeah. thoughts on that? Like, do you, do you think they should curate all, more? I, I absolutely think that. that point. Yeah. I think that... Uh, a a lot sorry, of the stuff on. that hits the Steam market is just... It's really obviously just clones of other games with asset swaps. Right. It's... I mean, and I get it. You want to be able to make something and maybe get some money for your product. Sure, I understand that, but... There's there's a lack of effort. There's there's a minimum of effort that's just not being reached here, and that both goes for the content developers and curators who are checking for the stuff that hits this market. And now that we got things like you know Bitcoin miners being packaged into these products, uh, maybe it's time to have this conversation a little more. Yeah, that would be. They really should have a curator system. They I know it's really difficult because Steam is such a huge platform that. They're going to have thousands of games a month, at least, being put on, like, p- people trying to put their games on Steam. And they can't, they can curate that many. They make, well, how much, is it like a billion dollars of profit a year or something like that, Steam does? Oh, Jesus, I have no idea, but that's amazing. And that's so much goddamn money. They have, what I'm saying is they have enough money to hire people to curate the system. To look I, at games. I think if they if they at least did the most basic automated testing and, and just just ran the game and and noted if any it, just have fucking heuristics based antivirus running in a virtual machine. Yeah, that, that goes. Mm, there's there appears to be a Bitcoin miner in here. Then that's all you got to do. Yeah, I'm just I'm Kermit the Frog was my curated scan bot. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but they don't even do that. They don't do anything. They need something in place uh, that will curate these things. So I this is a little off topic, but it's it's similar. I, imagine if a company would just hire anyone that applied to it. It makes zero. There's always going to be there at Pixar. They have two people whose only job, because they have so many people applying to Pixar, they're, these two people, they just sit there and watch the first 10 seconds of someone's promo video. And if those 10 seconds don't impress them, they move on to the next one. Imagine if... Market, it, it is, but imagine if companies would just hire anyone to be to work for them. It makes zero sense. You want to have games on your platform that represent something good about your platform. If you have a bunch of games like this that are doing crypto mining or are trash games, that's going to that's going to show the public that you're a trash company. I'm not saying that Steam is a trash company, but per, it's the perception of what type of games will be on there. Look at the Wii. The Wii wasn't a terrible system, but it had a lot of trash games, so a lot of people oh, yeah. don't like it. Because it had a lot of third-party games that were were honestly nobody put effort into them. So I that's my opinion on it, but I mean that's, other that's people might opinion. There was a lot of trash ports going around and that's that's the same problem we have today. A lot of trash ports hitting the market. Yeah. So well, it's not even ports. You have stuff like, like Ninja Breadman. That's what you know. I was thinking about that Ninja yeah. Breadman. 
um, was a trash game, and it was released like three times. They just As changed. They just did yeah. asset swaps. Yeah, it was it was like the first generation of asset flips. Yeah, and they sold like ninja. Uh, what ninja bread man? It was it called? Yeah, it yeah. made quite a bit of money too. Oh yeah, like it was actually decently selling, and then they released it two other times. They, I want to say they licensed out the engine to other companies to do the same thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's it's great. If you, it's if, great. Uh, if you watch uh, Vine Sauce. Uh, Vinny, he's he's played almost all of that company's games, and it's amazing. Just because they're all the, the same. That, yeah, they're all the same. Uh, but yeah, so like the Wii wasn't a terrible system. Like it had some good games. Um, the Mario games were good. I think the Zelda games were okay, from what people were saying. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, wasn't. Yeah, I heard Skyward Sword. I've. It's funny because I know people who just disagree with everyone on everything. So they're like, Skyward Sword is amazing, even though it was not very good. Yeah, it wasn't that good. But like Bad. the the Mario games were good. Um, you had some really innovative games like Mad World, and then you yeah. had trash like Ginger or Ninja Bread Man. Ninja Bread Man. And and the the sequels to that, and then just. Like what was it, Killer or something? I forget what it was even called. The one that Killer was Seven was GameCube. Well, I know. Uh, I was thinking the one where No More Heroes. No, 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 no. The that one was actually a good game, from what I understand. Yeah, No More Heroes was great. Yeah, uh, I, th- I I thought we were talking. Uh, okay. No, no, I'm thinking the one that um, it came out relatively early, and you were you had a sword, and it just didn't work. Oh, oh Red Steel. Yeah, Red, Red Steel. Steel. There we go. Yeah. I had yeah, the so first much Red Steel fun was with that terrible. broken garbage. The <laughs> second was, Red Steel was supposedly pretty alright. I, I never even gave it a shot. Like, 20 minutes into the game, everyone was just T-posing for the rest of it. <laughs> People are really easy to, you know, hack up and manipulate when they're just stuck in T-pose trying to shoot at you. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine, yes. Uh, but the Punch-Out game, that's another game that was great for the Wii. Oh, yeah. But nobody nobody talks about those games because of how much trash was put on that system. So, and the motion controls kind of killed it too, but I like it as an option, but not as mandatory. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about a, a story that Connor came up with, and this is about Bangladesh. Sure. Tell, tell us about Bangladesh. All right, so for those who are not in the know with what's going on in Bangladesh, it's a little confusing, so I don't blame you. The, and this is incredibly simplifying things, but the simple of the story is that there was a in, there was an accident where a bus was, I, from what I understand, it was speeding to catch up to a schedule or just get more passengers loaded, and it struck and killed two students. So now Bangladeshi students are all protesting, trying to get some reform going on to make sure that this kind of thing doesn't happen again. Sounds reasonable, I guess. Uh, but the problem is the Bangladeshi government, bank, 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 I think that's right, uh, they don't really want them protesting. And if you've been on Reddit lately, you've seen things like people getting beaten with metal rods. But wow. uh, at this point, the government has decided to their way of dealing with this rally, uh, which has been going on for five days now, is that they just decided they're going to turn off the mobile internet for Bangladesh. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, they're just turning off all the mobile internet? Yeah. 
Oh. Uh, so what, what they're saying is that overall there's general frustration among the public because there's no room for demonstration or free expression. And the students don't seem to be moving out of the streets anytime soon. So unless most of the demands are met, they're probably going to be staying out of there. So now uh, Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina, who's been consoling parents about the dead families, but really hasn't been doing anything other than that, is getting a little desperate. Their way of doing this is to cut off ways of showing the protest, which is usually what happens before, you know, the, the bigger forces come in to deal with it. So yeah. I, I hope nothing happens like that. But Yeah, I were... hope this doesn't turn into, what was it, Tiananmen Square? Yeah, I was going to say, if you're worried about things like that, you might want to keep a close eye on Bangladesh. Yeah, because... Uh, oh, I hope uh, nothing bad happens. If, t- if, if anybody knows uh, history, and I know most people who listen to this podcast probably do, but there are some people who just might not have been taught it, that Tiananmen Square, uh, there were college protesters in China that had tanks rolled up on them. That's uh, that's where the picture comes from, where the the guy is standing with, and he's holding his hand out to a tank. Yeah, uh, didn't they all die? And then they rolled over him. Yeah, yep. yeah. You usually don't see that photo. No, no, that one, uh, that one was lost, unfortunately. So we don't but see that it, one. In a very similar sense of danger, the Bangladesh transport sector, it's widely perceived to be corrupt and unregulated, dangerous. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of similar parallels, I have a feeling. I well, hope not, and, but, I mean, we're already seeing violence over it. It's, it's lame, man. Well, well, and, and even the United States, they're trying to do things. In a lot of Republican states and cities, they're trying to make it so that if somebody's protesting and they're in the middle of the street, you can run them over. And be and and not get charged with you know murder. Sorry, officer, but I had to get to work. Yeah, I had to get to work, it, so I murdered this person. And they're look. trying to make that legal because they, even though we have in our First Amendment freedom of speech, they I was don't say. I'm pretty sure that denies right to protest in that case. Yeah, because you can't protest if you're dead. So that's true. Um. But it, it's also them trying to just say, we don't want people protesting particular things that we care about. Um, yeah. And, and the, in the reality, in the United States at least, you can protest on either side as long as it doesn't get violent. So you should be able Typical. to do that. Yeah, you should be able to do that and not be threatened to get ran over or... Uh, any any violence happening to you just because you have different opinions than someone. So, eh, this this is real. Our our world is going to shit, guys. Yeah, things are things are extra weird lately. It's yeah, strange, man. Um, it just it feels like the sixties. It does. It does feel like the sixties, but you know, except for we have, well, I, except for there are some states that have legal weed, so that's good, right? So yeah, things were a little different. A you know little what we need different. To do? We need to go see what's up in Vietnam. Maybe um, just get our asses kicked by some farmers and really just set <laughs> all the shitty back to a to a more tolerable tone. Um, I think we're gonna move on to a new story. That's what I think we're gonna do. Uh, and then we gotta talk about left. Yeah, yeah, we have the Apple cybersecurity stuff. Mm-hmm. So Apple, one of the manufacturers, was taken down uh, one of the s- semiconductor foundry TSMC 
or Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, was hit by a virus last Friday night, which forced it to shut down several factories, according to Debbie Wu at Bloomberg. This is from TechCrunch, with the worst fucking website. Jesus. <laughs> Their website is so bad. It is, mm. I don't know what the, anyway, <laughs> we've, we've, we've gone over this before. It's terrible. It used to be I just, good. I don't, it's terrible I don't know who now. thinks this is a good UI. It's Nobody. Bad. I oh, oops! I accidentally scrolled to the end of the article, and now it's gone. Uh, I, I guess I'm just done reading that now. Uh, so it's not it's it's not clear at this time which factories were hit, but whether or whether the factories were producing the iPhone's main processor. Apple has expanded or exp- uh, is expected to unveil the new iPhones this fall, and supply chain disruptions in the critical month of August could have significant adverse consequences for the rapid availability of the new iPhone before the key Christmas holiday. Now, I find this funny because we, as an IT person, I'm an IT person, I believe Aroa is an IT person, and Connor is an yeah. IT person. Theoretically, we're a bunch of nerds. We're a bunch of nerds, and so I I would imagine one of one of our things when I worked at Sony, we had a week to resolve and make sure all the computers were updated when a new um, patch came out. So on Patch Tuesday, we had a week from that day to get all the computers and servers updated. And so we had to spend a couple days testing the updates, make sure it didn't break anything. And we had like three or four days to make sure everything was updated. It was a pain in the ass. However, the reason why they did that was because a few years ago, there was a hack that North Korea did on Sony, and they did not want that to happen again. So they make sure that their updates are done, they're there, and they they want to make sure that any flaws, any potential security loopholes that somebody can find are patched up as quickly as possible. So that's why they do it. Uh, rem- do you guys remember that hack when uh, the interview was coming out? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, do yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't remember you working at Sony around that time, though. I, I didn't. Or, or this just says the aftermath of that. The aftermath of it. I was yeah. talking with I was talking with my boss, and he's like, because we, we had, when we when I first got there, it was we had a month to do all the updates. And then um, the security team was like, you need to bring this down. It needs to be a week for everyone now. And I was like, okay. I was talking to my boss and I asked him, what the hell, man? What's going on? Like, why are we doing this? And he's like, well, before we didn't have anything. There was no protocol for when to do updates. It was just whenever. And then we had the hack happen, and they brought it down. They they created a infosec. They created a whole new team to make procedures on what to do in these situations. I love the idea that Sony Sony did not have a dedicated infosec team until their fucking company got wrecked. Yeah, I'm really hoping I'm not breaking. I don't think I'm breaking NDA by saying this. <laughs> No, I, you should be fine. I should be fine. You, uh, you, you do bring up a point, though, because didn't they get hit one holiday season, like, and the PSN was down for months mm-hmm. or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that, they, that really is when 
something that's not the same incident i don't think they handled that poorly too yeah at that point someone should have had a dedicated team just for this sort of thing yeah and so um and then then they had to wait a dedicated team for that uh starting in like 2007 they should have had a dedicated seat a dedicated team for that in like when it was formed you should always have an infosec the, uh, I get, I get, in in like the nineties, two thousands, and yeah, definitely the nineties before anybody really understood how computer do thing. Yeah, like, but yeah, there's no excuse after, especially like twenty ten onward. Any company should should have infosec as like priority three or above. Yeah. So uh, they, you know, now their their security is super tight. They make sure that um, all the computers are updated. They make sure. Um, I think they changed it so you know, passwords have have time limits, stuff like that. You know, just basic things that you have in IT that they didn't have there. So, I uh, I don't know why Apple, the people that Apple are going with. You would think Apple, who's super into security, they don't want any of their stuff stolen. They are partnering with people who have obviously very lax infosec departments because they were able to get a virus that shut down the entire plant. That makes okay. Well, let's let's clarify something. A lot with Apple. Um, Yeah, they. They they do this with their Asian manufacturing companies that don't really worry about any of that stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe it's me. Maybe it's me because I am an IT guy and I want everything to be safe. So when I see something like, hey, your password never expires, you should probably change that. Uh, you know, that's that's, that's what I think. That's, of. Not, that's not a thing anymore, though. Uh, yes, it is. I mean, it, people do it, but it's not, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, the National Institute for Standards uh, figured out that there's no reason to have passwords expire. All it does is just make things worse. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because all it does is incentivize people making passwords with easy to remember patterns. Oh. So that if their password does end up getting compromised at some point, then you have also compromised all of their passwords. Yeah. I was actually, I was just talking to one of our network security guys at work about this. They were saying that Google just had a presentation. Do you guys know that Google hasn't been hit by like a fish attempt once in like a year or something crazy like that? Really? And the way that they're doing it is they all have chips that they use to log in with. That is, yes. In, you gotta have your chip. It's a little that ridiculous, awesome. but it's damn effective apparently. So there's, like, so there's that. The well, that's the idea of, that's why a lot of places use smart cards. Yeah, yeah, smart that's exactly cards. what it was. Smart cards. Um, and honestly, we should be seeing a lot more of that in the future. It's it's a good idea. So they have they have that at hospitals. I actually, actually I was actually looking at that um, when I worked at another manufacturing plant because I went to the dentist and the person gets up and leaves and the computer locks itself and I was like, what the heck? That's awesome. And then she came she comes back and it unlocks itself. And so I saw her card and I was like, oh, it must be the card. And so I, I looked around and it's it's v- very much done in the medical industry because a lot of that data is super secure, super sensitive sure. data. And so they 
you know, obviously don't want it getting out. So they don't want the doctor walking away without locking the computer. So they give them all smart cards. Um, there's another way to do it that Microsoft has, which is their real sense cameras, where you sit down and it recognizes your face and it unlocks the it unlocks the camera or unlocks the computer. Yeah. That's that, not neat, it, but it's it's not foolproof. No, no, it's not. It's not. But it is neat. It is neat. Um and I know that like you have a surface, don't you? I do. Um you uh, can set that yeah, up on if, your surface. Yeah, we had an external contractor who was hanging out in my lab for a couple of months. His surface had that where all I'd need to do was look at it and it would unlock. I don't really want Microsoft having scans of my face for no reason other than that. I don't know. I guess I like my life being a little more inconvenient. Yeah. Um, my, uh, UB, UBCO actually recently, uh, released a thing for windows. You can use your YubiKey with windows. Hello. Ooh, I need to get that set up at some point. That would be nice. That's cool. Um, so, so we're, we're pretty much near the end of the podcast here. And I just want to tell you guys a story. Um, I'm, I I told you guys last week that I want to go to Japan, right? Like yeah. I'm, I've I've got money saved up and uh, I have enough money to buy the tickets. I have enough money to buy the Airbnb and still have spending money right now, and I'm still saving up money. So very excited, uh, but I need to get my passport. And so I got my birth certificate. The only thing I've got from my mom was was this birth certificate, and I take all of my information. I scan all the files. I go down to the clerk, and she's like, "That won't work." I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah. Apparently, California and Texas offer offer what's called an uh, abstract birth certificate. Which an abstract birth certificate will work for everything except for passports. Yeah, we don't want to make it too easy on you. Uh, And what an abstract is, from what I understand, it is, it takes the information from the the full birth certificate and puts it into a smaller form. And so my sister and I both show up at the courthouse at the same time. We just happen to show up at the same time. And the lady's like, well, well what we can do is we can turn this in and see if they accept it. They most likely will reject it. And what they'll do is they'll send you back all the information uh, all of your documents, and then you have to, uh, like, you'll have to give them your birth certificate and a, and a photocopy of your birth certificate, send it back, and then they'll accept it and, and send you your passport. <laughs> Hopefully. And so now I have to go and get my birth certificate, my full birth certificate from, from California, because California is stupid, and unlike every other state, has what's called an abstract birth certificate instead of just a normal birth certificate like everyone else. Um, but it doesn't matter because every single state does birth certificates differently. Um, like Hawaii, where, uh, our former president Obama was born, has a, like a certificate of life or something like that, which is different than a birth certificate from other states. I do sort of like that. This document here hereby certifies this individual as alive. Yes. Uh, which is what what some people tried to say was was the reason why he you know was obviously born in Kenya, right? Of course, was because he ah. he didn't have the 
he he didn't have the proper birth certificate like everyone else did. See, I that's actually think that's uh, racist. Jumping logic or anything? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and here's the thing about that. Um, and yes, it is racist. Any anyone who believed that Barack Obama was born in Kenya just because he was black, a little bit racist. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. You can be born in another country and still be a natural-born citizen of the United States as long as one of your parents is American. Nobody argues the fact that Barack Obama's mother was born in the United States. Duh, she's white. And That's so, how privilege works, Nathan. It, I, well, and here's my thing. It, even if he was born in Kenya, it wouldn't matter because his mom was a natural-born citizen. He could have still um, been president. Do you just have to be a United States citizen, or do you have to be born in the United States to be you president? Don't, I believe you have to be a natural-born citizen. You I, have to, I think that's correct. Right. You don't have to be born in the United States, though. Uh, Ted Cruz... Well, you, you just have to be born like on a military base or something. Well, military base, it doesn't matter. where. It, it, as long as you are a citizen at birth. Yeah, a natural-born citizen. Yeah. But the, the, um, and the only way that's going to happen outside of the United States is to be born... Either like in a military base or in an embassy or something like but, that. But but it does. But that doesn't matter either because if your parent is already a citizen, you become a citizen at birth. So you could be born like Ted Cruz was born in Canada, but yet he was able to run for, um, he was able to run for president because he was an American citizen when he was born because his parents are American citizens. Are you sure that's not because he did all those Zodiac killings for the CIA back in the day? No, I feel like maybe that had something to do with it. it that might have a bit of push. That might might have. Uh, uh, we're joking. Uh, we don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's were, farce comedy. If whatever. You were born outside of the U.S. to one U.S. citizen parent, and your parent recorded your birth with the U.S. embassy or consulate within that country, as long as it was recorded before your 18th birthday. And you've got a bunch of documentation about that. Or if the embassy didn't issue a consular report of birth abroad and you're 18 or older, you can get a certificate of citizenship from USCIS instead. So, yeah. So you just have to register that you were born um, yeah. and, and that your, your parent was a citizen. That's probably my favorite phone call, by the way. Hello, embassy. Good news. We've had a baby. i gotta do paperwork fuck i'm sitting here watching youtube at this embassy no one comes to in like bangladesh or something (laughs) it's the only i feel like they got bigger problems going on it's the yeah it's the only country i could think of okay it's (laughs) off the top of my head uganda Um, is there an embassy in uganda probably there's embassies all over the world hello don't we have an embassy in cuba yeah, but I think we're getting friendly with Cuba now. Which is good. Yeah. I, I, well, no, we were getting friendly with Cuba. Oh, yeah, and then and then the dotard. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Obama was uh, loosening tensions with Cuba, which is good. So we were actually able to have flights to Cuba. Um, Cuba, their healthcare system is actually really good. Um, they have mm-hmm. a... They have a ton of doctors. They actually have a vaccine that they're creating for lung cancer, which... And then, of course, we have people who are uh, like wanting to 
go back at basically go back and hate Cuba again, even though we could really use the help, you know, with the whole lung cancer thing that people get. Yeah, because they they've actually not been all that bad since Fidel Castro stopped being in power. Yeah, and uh, his brother was uh was it Raúl Castro? Yeah. He was in power for a while. Um, and now we have, he, he stepped down and somebody else is in power, but like they're, they're getting better. And I think, and I think they even have Netflix there now. Ooh. Yeah. They have real sign up progress. Yeah. They have Netflix in Cuba. Uh, however, their, their wages are pretty low. I think their average is about $20 a month in us dollars. It's not good. Yeah. So we could go over there and be like Kings, Connor. I have always wanted to be a King. (laughs) um you should go to you should come to japan with me connor imagine how tall you'll feel i would be the tallest person there maybe maybe kind of like how it was in thailand you could be a celebrity you could be they'd be like you'd be like oh i'm a bat i'm a famous basketball player or something just lie (laughs) (laughs) i'm larry bird (laughs) you're a basketball i see him on the tv (laughs) oh jeez. (laughs) <laughs> anyway uh, I, I had a lovely time in japan the very little time that i spent on lay over there uh nobody stared at me awkwardly and i hope if i go again i continue to have that experience but yes i am i am very excited to go my uh, the unfortunate thing is my sister wants to come so gross yeah i might have to might have to go to japan with, she Throw wants to go to plane she, she wants to go to Legoland. She really, really badly wants to go to Legoland for some reason. I just want to spend all my time in Akihabara. Yes, that thing, that place is huge. Yeah, and I just and want to go there. Look at all the anime figurines. I'm gonna go all there. The anime stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna visit there at least once. I'm obviously gonna go to the arcades. Um, I have a friend who really wants to go to the all you can eat buffets. <sighs> Oh god, they probably have like physical Hatsune Miku machines. I'll take a picture with it and send it to you. <laughs> I look forward to making why don't you come with me, Aroa? It'll be fun. I don't know. Yeah, why don't why don't you just money? get a fucking plane ticket to Japan, Aroa? Yeah, yeah, goodness. And a passport if you don't already have and one. A passport if you don't already have a present one, which is definitely yeah. never an issue, right, Reeton? Yeah, never an issue. It's not hard to get passports, apparently. You just have to fucking Jump through a bunch of hoops. So just do it. So anyway, what I have to do uh, to get my pa- my birth certificate is I have to fill out all these forms. I have to go down to the notary and get it notarized, and then I have to send it in. And then they send me my uh, my pat or my birth certificate. And then I wait to get rejected from the passport office, and I put that in. And then I take two to four more weeks to get that approved, and finally am able to buy the tickets. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Anyway, so you only thought you were going to Japan. Instead, hey, you get to find out that bureaucracy isn't always that efficient. It's not, uh, though. It's okay because I have until February, so I have until February to buy the tickets. And the best time to buy the tickets is sixty three days, sixty two days before your trip. To uh, find out the math, somebody do that for you. Somebody did that for me. Yes, uh, that's that's the best time to buy a ticket and get the cheapest price is around sixty days before your flight. So anyway, uh, I thank you guys for being here. I will ask you, where have you come from? I mean, where have you come from? Where can we find you, Connor? Wow, 
when a mommy and a daddy love each, uh, you can find me at Twitter. When a mommy Twitter, and a daddy have a drug-fueled mm-hmm. orgy. I don't Connor remember happens. that part. Yeah. I, I mean, to be fair, I wasn't around. Maybe that's how. Anyways, uh, <laughs> on Twitter, at cyberpunk underscore monk, you can find me uh, on the Rollmongers podcast. Just just look for Rollmongers. You'll find us. Uh, we're on Clinton's Core Classics, Reeton and I. That's the one I think you should check out the most, but that's just it's, because it's I have It's probably the best one. I, I personally think so, but again, that's just because I'm in it. We're going to get fucked, aren't we, in the next in the next session? Uh, it depends on how scared you guys continue to be. Uh, again, I'm, I'm the only one who made the save, so I I'm know. I save us. Why can it? Why can it be at like a con save? Fortitude save, you mean? But yeah, the that fortitude would, that save. Thanks. Yeah, because I have a plus eleven on that. That would have been great. Um, so yeah, uh, check us out there. Yeah, check us out there. What about you, Aroa? Where can we find you? So I got the Twitter Aroa. I got Twitch Aroa and three three seven. YouTube is the same thing. Uh, Mixer Aroa. Uh, satanoscillate.tumblr.com It's my music blog. Uh, internetcalzone.tumblr.com is my blog blog. Cool. I, you, Nathan Reed Spruth, you can find me at Reeton everywhere. I'm Reeton on Mixer, Reeton on Twitter. Uh, you can find my YouTube. I haven't posted on there in a while other than my podcast, but you can find that at youtube.com forward slash Reeton. Press the subscribe button. You can listen to my podcast every single Sunday or Monday when it gets posted, unless I mess up and with the recording like I did a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, where, what am I, am I missing anything? Oh, you can find the podcast uh, on iTunes. You can find it on Google Play. You can find it on Stitcher. You can find it on TuneIn. You can, uh, where else can do, can you find it? There's other places. There's just so many. Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, Click on the link if you want to buy anything from Green Man Gaming. There's a link below. If you click that link and buy something, oh, I get since shilled that one. I get two percent, two percent of the money, Aroa. Yes, it's been a while. Okay. 2%. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for being here. I will hopefully see you guys next week, uh, Connor. I'll see you in probably about an hour. That's the plan, anyways. That's the plan, Stan. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.